Welcome to another episode of the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis, my podcast on women's basketball. I'm excited about today's episode because we're going to take a dive into the mid-major world. I spent several years coaching at the mid-major level myself, and so it's always been a level that I truly appreciate and enjoy. And today joining me is the head coach of North Alabama, a team who has been Division One for all of five games, but... They've won all five of them. So Missy Triber, the head coach of the Lions, is going to join me today. If you weren't paying attention, their first ever game as a Division I member in the Atlantic Sun Conference was a game on the road at SEC member Vanderbilt, and they won. And since then, they've won their, their next four games as well. And eventually, you think the bubble might pop, but for right now, what an incredible start. So I want to talk to Missy about her, get to know who she is, what she's about, talk about her team's start and if they uh, ever envisioned this type of start for them. So we're just going to, we're going to really get into who she is and who they are because if they're, uh, if their start to this season is any indication, they're going to be a fun little squad to watch in the years going forward. So I'm going to give Missy a call right now and we'll be right back. This is the jump around. And welcome back to the Jump Around. And joining me, as promised, it is North Alabama head coach Missy Tiber. Coach, thank you so much for joining me. I know you guys are getting ready to head out to New Jersey for a tournament over the holiday, but um, I certainly appreciate the time. And my goodness, five and zero. Oh, the the I, I tweeted this last night, but the the greatest winning percentage of all time in Division One history <laughs> belongs to you guys. Congratulations on such a great start. Hey, how cool is that? Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about the University of North Alabama and our women's team. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun so yeah. far. So I'm just working real hard at it. Yeah. Well, we will get into the details of your team and your your season so far shortly. But uh, for people who don't know about you, and and certainly you 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 aren't maybe a household name like many others. You spent a lot of time at the Division two level. Um, this is your sixth season at North Alabama, 83 and 62. Uh, I want to go back, though. Uh, you, you started uh, as a head coach at Belmont Abbey in North Carolina, had a really successful run, and then you go to Tusculum, and your last two years at Tusculum as a head coach, you go 52 and 11, you go to the first two NCAA tournament appearances ever, and you win a tournament game having so much success early on in your coaching career, how, how are you able to do it? You see so many head coaches struggle in their first few years, but you really hit the ground running. You know, I think my path is, you know, um, maybe a little bit different than others and just being willing to, um, as a young head coach, as a young assistant coach, just being able to be a sponge and soak it all in. And I was an assistant coach for seven years at my alma mater, uh, West Liberty University in West Virginia. And just, I had the opportunity to, to coach there, and uh, the program was phenomenal. Um, during that time, won like five uh, conference championships and um, just coached under head coach Lynn Allen that just gave me a lot of freedom to grow and prepared me to be a head coach. And 
basically during that time, that was my interview. Um, every year when we made the NCAA tournament, Delmon Abbey also happened to be in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> and uh, the coach was then transitioning from coach to AD, and she saw me running practices at the NCAA tournament. And make a long story short, after having some people apply for the job, she selected me, and I think it was because of that. So mm. that's been my trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, after your your run at Tusculum, you, you go to Southern Illinois and take over a, a struggling program. Um, in year four, you decide to step down. Was that the? And you know, I, I'm I, I'm always guilty of asking one downer question, so I promise it'll it'll only be happy <laughs> questions after this. But was would you say that's kind of the low point of your career, just the struggles you had there because of the success you had had before, and you just weren't able to get it done there. You know, I think without a doubt, I mean, any time, you know, as a coach, I always hold up these fingers like a half an inch apart and I always say, as a coach, you're this far away from being hired or being fired. Sure. <laughs> and there's a lot of truth to that. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a very humbling experience because all I knew was success of, you know, as a player, as a coach, as an assistant coach, as a head coach. And then to not be able to get that thing turned around like I'd hoped so and as quickly as, you know, nowadays you got to get it turned around quick and you got to get it right early and um it just didn't happen you know that was a program that hadn't had a winning season in 19 years and um you know we we gave it our best shot um you know we dedicated a lot of time to try to build the program and in fact um you know we had uh, eventually uh, cindy stein took over the program and did an excellent job and uh we had three of our recruits that uh, became a thousand point scorers, the first team all Missouri Valley Conference players. So uh, we were a year or two away from getting it turned. But to answer your question, very humbling. And uh, but I will say this: I grew a lot as a coach, and I learned a lot about the Division One level and things that you need to do. But more so, just as a person, I grew. I I grew into how to be a better coach in in all circumstances and. Um, you know, that you can't get caught up in the winning and losing and letting it change you as a person. And we know how hard that is to say, um, but it really can. And, uh, but I'm fortunate uh, that I can look back now and say, Hey, that's why you did make me a better person. And it made me the coach I am today. Yeah. Did you, cause you had a few months off because obviously you got hired at North Alabama following that. Did, was there ever a point where you, did you have a feel sorry for yourself moment? Did, did, was there ever a licking of the wombs scenario or were you kind of ready to bounce back uh, right away? I think about maybe a day or two. Okay. And I called my, um, my mom and I said, um, I got you a plane ticket and we're flying to Florida. <laughs> and we went to Florida. And I'll tell you what, that that's another thing that I'll be forever, um, thankful for um my mom passed away this may so Mm. having that time and we spent like three weeks together uh, just hanging out you know and i was like so i felt so blessed but during that time you know i really felt like you know maybe i'll take the next year off and just get my energy back and get my passion back and you know just take it all in well i called my former athletic director that hired me at tusculum and he said missy you're a coach you need to coach and uh, that's what you do and I had an interview set up at um, uh, out in New, Me- in New Mexico, and I didn't really want to go there. And then the North Alabama job came up, and I said, I've never been to Alabama in my life. I was like, but, you know, I, <laughs> I Ed Hoffmeyer, my AD at Tuscan, said, I'm calling AD for you. And 
that's you know that's what happened and i i came here for the interview and um it's been some of the it was the best opportunity of my life right now it's just so cool. it was everything that i needed during that time yeah. um you know, to, to get me back into it. Very cool. Were you aware, uh, at the time of taking the job of the school's intentions to move to the division one level? I was aware, uh, but we had no idea, sure. you know, when that was going to happen. You yep. know, it, yep. it's not like it used to be years ago where you could just say, I'm our university is going to transition to division one. And that's all there is to, you know, you had to have a conference invite. So, you know, we didn't know that. And until, you know, like 18 months before they say, hey, you've been accepted, you know, we only had that 18 month period to, to begin the process and, and start recruiting for that level. Yeah. Well, so, uh, but it's been exciting and then it will be challenging and, uh, you know, but at the same time, uh, you know, you just, it, it, there's a lot of excitement around our, our university right now. I'm sure. Uh, it's a great place and it's certainly around our athletics. Yeah, well, you guys had a great year last year, and your last year in D2, you made sure to, to leave a, a punch. 24-5, and five, the most wins in program history. You make the tournament for the first time since 2013. And then here you are, our first Division One game. We're going to go to an SEC opponent on the road, and we're, and we're going to win. I mean, I, I know as a coach, you go into every game planning, preparing to win, but in a moment of honesty, did you ever envision in, in your wildest dreams, if someone would have told you, hey, Missy, when we go D1, we're going to play an SEC team on the road and we're going to win? Like, did you ever imagine? And no. And in fact, three, <laughs> three weeks before that, I'm looking at my assistant coach, Adrian Harlow, and I'm like, why in the world did we schedule this game first? <laughs> you know? And this is before I even watched any film or anything. I'm like, what are we doing? And yeah. I talked to our foundation board last week and I said to them, I was like, now we look like we knew exactly what we were doing, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't change a thing now, but I was kind of regretting it about three weeks before um, that game. But, I mean, just one of the most enjoyable nights of my coaching career. It was awesome. That I mean, yeah, pretty cool. And, and we, I've, Stephanie White is a is a friend and and we've had her on the show before, but and I know Vanderbilt is still they're still kind of rebuilding the program too. But for your kids to go into such a historic venue and, and beat that program, uh, can you take me inside the locker room? Was it was it disbelief? Was it sheer ecstasy? Like what what was it? I think it was a little bit of both, but I, I do believe there was a lot of disbelief in the room. And, and in fact, just after the game, we had a really nice crowd. You know, we're just about two hours south of Nashville. And, uh, North Alabama has a, a huge alumni base in, in and around the Nashville area. And we did our job as a coaching staff and invited, you know, sent out an email blast to, to all the local people in that area, alumni, and I called them. So we had a nice crowd. And then after the game, we're just celebrating on the court. The men are getting ready to play because it was a doubleheader. We're not like wanting to leave and people don't want to leave and, <laughs> and take pictures. It was just, you know, it, it was a historical night. First of all, it's your first Division One game for your university. You're playing an SEC team, which that's all you hear about here in the yeah. South in our area that we're at. And then you come there as, you know, just, you know, smaller university <laughs> and not supposed to win. And there's probably not many people in there that believe that we could win besides our team and our coaching staff. Um, but, you know, it happened and it was just, it was awesome. I mean, yeah, I just, I remember watching the score, you know, on the, on the app and just as the game went along, I was like, man, I, 
okay, fourth quarter hit. I was like, okay, I got to turn it on now. Like this is now a distinct possibility that they're going to pull this off, and you did. And 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 since then, you guys have won your your rest of your games, so you're five and zero now. Three of those teams non D ones, but then you beat Alabama State on Monday uh, by twenty six points, if I'm recalling correctly, and then. Um, you've got a chance now, like I said, to go to Jersey. Um, you've got Southeast Missouri State coming up. I know that as your team transitions and as you, you know, try to, because um, is, it, is it a four years you can't make the tournament? Is that still the... the right. It's, yeah. four, it's four years for the NCAA tournament, but we could play in other yes. postseason right. tournaments, so, like the WDI or NIT. Yep. So we could qualify for those. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, you're currently on pace to go 30 and 0. So, um, <laughs> but with... With your team's start, while it is great, I also know that, and you mentioned it when you transitioned, you're saying, hey, just because we won 25 games last year doesn't mean we're just going to waltz in here and win. But so far you have. Is there is there any concern for you that when a loss comes, because it, it, you know, it probably will, that your team is, isn't prepared for that? Or do you feel good that your team is grounded? If, I hope I'm making sense. I, I don't think I'm asking a great question, yeah. but uh, I hope I'm making sense. Well, well, you know, I knew going into this transition, because coaching at the Division One level before, I, I knew that we were at least prepared. You know, we returned eight players and four starters. So I knew we were prepared uh, for the challenge. But you know, once you start getting into it, you, you understand that this group of girls, you know, they they did a, they did some phenomenal things last year in our season. And our our best player and our point guard last year was averaging 19 points and 10 assists a game, and she blew her knee out 10 games ago. And uh, we still won seven of our last eight conference games without her. And so this is a mature team, and they are grounded. I don't think a loss would you know, derail us in the least bit. And I recall after last year, we had a loss, we bounced right back. And uh, and I know it's going to be a lot tougher. You know, there's a lot of good basketball in the A-Sun Conference. But what I like about our team is that our system, we're we're committed to our system. You know, it's an up-tempo style, and we're going to force teams to run with us. And uh, eventually we're going to try to wear them out. That's what we do. And, uh, and we play exceptional on the defensive end of the court. Um, so, you know, it's a loss is, you know, it's probably likely going to happen, but we're going to give it our best shot to prepare our kids every night and prepare mentally for when that time comes as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to circle kind of back a little bit to what we were saying with your, just your learning and your growth through, especially the Southern Illinois job, do you feel uh, specifically, is there any area that you're coaching this team differently because of the lessons that you've learned prior to this? Yeah, I think uh, I really feel like the last two years I've really grown as a coach and, and as a person. And uh, uh, anybody that knows me is uh, I, I'm a fiery coach. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm very into it. I feel like times I'd still rather be out there playing. Um, so I coach that way. Um, but I really, really calmed down and, uh, you know, I do a lot of my work and, um, you know, I keep a lot of my intensity and push them real hard in the practice sessions to make the games easier. And, uh, I just try to instill a lot of confidence in them during the game. Um, not that I don't lose my cool sometimes. That's who I am. (laughs) Um, but you know, you just, you can't change something, but I've, I've come a long way. Maybe, Maybe just one technical in a season instead of six. Hey, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell you what, you know, 
with this group of women that I have right now, um, these guys, they're just phenomenal. I was telling people this morning that how much I love this team and, and they're easy to love because they love and care about each other. But I think it's part of the culture that we build. You know, uh, three years ago, we won like five games. And uh, so it's taken time recruiting the players in to run the system, but also recruiting the players in that can be coached by me and uh, accept my coaching. And uh, I feel like I have a really good relationship with all the girls on our team. And, um, you know, it, it's just been fun. It, it, and it's been good for me. Uh, to grow as a coach. Yeah. Well, part of that uh, with you and, and, and developing all that, it's interesting looking at your staff because you, you mentioned um, Har- Coach Harlow, but then you also look at Coach Holton. Those are Harlow's been with you for forever. Uh, she played for you, and she's been by your side through all your stops. And, and then uh, Coach Holton was one of your former players as well. That's, and I'm sure this isn't lost on you. That that doesn't happen. People don't stick with people that long, especially, you know, at the D two level or D one levels. They they usually move on and try to climb the ladder themselves. What what is it about your staff that has allowed you to to keep that continuity with those people that have been around you for so long? And you know, I'm so fortunate too. I really feel like I just have like an awesome staff, and there are Josh Ashley in there, and Jay Rivers is my GA now. That at Alabama, and I, I just, I feel so fortunate, but, you know, Adrian, we played for the same college coach, obviously there's an age gap here, so we played in the system uh, that we run, so we believe in it, and, uh, you know, we know how to recruit to it, and coach it, and then, Ellen, I did actually coach her, I recruited her, it, it's weird how things oh, yeah, completely right, turn right. around, I, I recruited her, and then I took <laughs> another job, and she was mad at me, uh, so... Uh, but it comes full circle. I ran into her at the Final Four, and then I had a GA spot come open. Coach, I went. Uh, I emailed her and said, "Hey, you know anybody interested in a GA position? Because she already was a GA somewhere else." She said, "I am. I want it." I said, "Well, you got it." So, and that girl, I mean, for a young coach, I mean, she can coach up my post players now. I mean, she has been. Uh, she has done an excellent job with Brittany Panetti for us, and and Adrian is a phenomenal on-court coach, they both are. I feel so fortunate. Um, skill development, their best at, your best at job. And uh, I know I'm only going to be able to keep them so much longer. I know Adrian would like to be a head coach, and her opportunity will come. And, and Ellen's a rising star. Um, you know, she really is. Uh, she's good at X's and O's. She's, she's good. She can just create drills. You know, young coaches her age typically can't do some of the things that she can do, but she has a basketball mind. And then mm. My other assistant, Josh Ashley, he is just awesome. Our, you know, kind of real full of energy. Has three young boys, so but he brings energy every day. And you know, he muscles those girls up. I can't do it anymore. You know, I'm like, <laughs> and my brain tells me, "Hey, I can get out there." But the girls barely hit me, and I feel like I'm about to fall over. So, uh, you know, so but he he does a phenomenal job with that. He's excellent with the recruiting. He's my recruiting coordinator. Excellent personality, but. I mean, our staff, we just, you know, Josh kind of grounds us. You know, he brings a different, you know, a male perspective in and sure. keeps us grounded. And he's, he's really been a calming influence to me on the bench as well. Um, <laughs> he sits right beside me and, and keeps me calm. And uh, But just, I love my staff. I absolutely love them. Yeah, that's that's excellent. With, uh, with the transition, uh, maybe not due to the style you play, but... 
does does this the recruiting landscape change for you guys? Does anything really switch up? Are you still going after the same players you were? Do you feel like you know you can maybe get um, um, echelon above what you were getting before? How has that changed with moving from from D two to D one? Yeah, you know, um, always throughout my career, uh, we've always tried to find those under-recruited kids that, but kids that would fit perfectly in our system. And that's, you know, what's the most important thing is how kids would fit into our system. And of course now, um, you know, being Division One, you have an opportunity to, to look at and recruit a lot more kids than, you know, than you could at the Division Two level. Um, but, you know, it's about our system and it's about a fit, you know, and, um, uh, you know, two of our better players, the Wallen sisters, or, you know, they weigh 114 and 117 pounds. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are like, yeah, I wouldn't recruit them in division. Look at them. They don't even weigh 100 pounds. Less than that. But yeah. these kids, they're winners. They, they won five consecutive state championships. Uh, they're tough as nails. I told them all summer, you guys, we're about to play these D1. You're going to go up to Vanderbilt, and you're going to get your butt knocked on the ground, and you're just going to get worn out because I can't get them to eat enough to gain weight. <laughs> well, we go up to Vanderbilt and win. They won, They weigh 114 and 117. Now, I'll never get them to eat. So, no, no, they won that one. It, no, they're never going to. But, but those are the kind of kids, you know, winners, um, kids that play all out, uh, full throttle. That's the kind of kids that, that we're looking at to bring in. So. Uh. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been obviously kind of centrally located around Alabama as far as your recruitment goes. I mean, nearly your entire roster is from Alabama or Tennessee. Um, do I, I had this? I used to used to coach at Gardner Webb, so I used to have the. So what? Where are you guys? What what division are you guys? Obviously, you have your direction and state name in your school, so it's a little bit easier. But is there is there any sort of trying to get over that of, no, we're actually D1 now. Is that still something people are getting used to? Yeah, I think so. And you still get those normal people like calling it Northern Alabama and, you know, things like that. It's, they get, you know, that stuff like that you'll get. But, you know, I tell you what, uh, going to Vanderbilt and winning that game did some big things for us. Yeah. And for our university, um, you know, we just, I mean, we were featured a little bit on uh, – on the ESPN outside the line, they picked us as like hero of the week. They talked about North Alabama for like a minute. Uh, the <laughs> video that was on ESPN has uh, like 215 or 220,000 views. Mm. Uh, so things like that all help our recruiting. You know, I got, yeah. I was able to get some calls after the game, the night after and the day after from some of the top recruits in and around the Nashville area that were at that game. Yeah. That, you know, they're definitely you know, major division one players. So, you know, it's, it's, it's making things a lot easier when you can have success and have it early. That will really help continued success. Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's uh that one is uh sends off a giant flag of, Hey, we're pretty legit. Um, as you guys go through the year, uh, and again, you can't make the NCAA tournament, but w- once this season's over, uh, if I were to ask you, hey, what does this look like at the end of the year for you to be able to say, yes, we were very successful? Um, I know it's a tough question to ask and probably a bit unfair of me to ask you that, but uh, what, what does success mean for you guys in this in this first year? You know, it's something that we talk about every day is just being the best that we can, um, being that 1% better every single day we step on the court. And just, you know, we start a lineup of all juniors, uh, but this is only their 
their, you know, we just played our fifth game, you know, of their junior year. Um, so we're still, you, you see experience, but some of the three of those kids are, were first-year players for me last year that transferred into the program, and three of them, Brittany Panetta, Ansley Eubank, and Kenesha Colton, who have all three elevated our program. So, um, you know, when you, you look at it, you're like, success is built for us every single day that we continue to get better and uh, learn from any mistakes that we have or losses that we have and become better because of it. Um, but, you know, success, you know, I, I want to make sure that we qualify for the ASM tournament. That will be a measuring stick for us. And uh, I would be disappointed, at, you know, our, at the beginning of the year, and I'm not one of, I'm a huge goal person. You know, I'm really not. Um, but, um, you know, I'd be disappointed if we don't finish above the 500 mark, that's for sure. And, and that was kind of always in the back of my mind when you put the schedule together sure. and who you're playing. Um, so I would I would be disappointed that if we didn't do that. Yeah, well, you've got a good opportunity and off to a great start. Last thing, and I'll let you get out of here. Um, you talked about your style a little bit and, and about that. But for people who I, I usually do this with coaches, but this is very appropriate for you. For people who don't know who you are or just saw the Vanderbilt thing and went, oh, who? Who are they? What are they about? What What would you want people who don't know your program, who, who don't know anything about North Alabama, what is the message you would send to them? What do you want people to know about your program and your university? Well, first of all, our university is just a fabulous place. There's a lot of excitement with the university. We're at an all-time high in enrollment, and uh, our president has done a phenomenal job. And I see that growth continuing. And then with our program, I mean, we're just, we're an up-and-coming team. Um, you know, I think we work real hard at it, players and coaches, and just great chemistry, great culture, and um, I think it's just a great system. Well, I, uh, I certainly appreciate your time for me, uh, taking your time out for me, Coach. And uh, what an exciting time for you guys, 5-0 and and uh, that big win. But, but a lot of continued success to you guys going forward. It's been fun seeing you guys so far. I look forward to seeing you guys play more in the future. And uh, sincerest best of luck, and thank you, thank you again for the time. Hey, Blake, thank you so much for having me. Thank you again to North Alabama head coach Missy Tiber for joining me this morning, and congratulations to her and her squad for a 5-0 start at the Division I level. Impressive stuff for sure. Thank you for listening, as always, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, wherever else you listen. If you listen on iTunes, you can leave a rating and a review. That would be greatly appreciated. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Blake Dudonis with your thoughts or comments. And until next time. This is the jump around.